Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're 20 whatever. <laughs> Welcome back to 20 whatever. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who's going to say it this time? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I felt it. I was like, oh, I need to do it. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's our seventh episode. I know. It's It's gone so fast. Yeah. It feels like we just started. It really does. No, actually. And I feel like now we've really like kind of hit our stride where I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I know exactly what to expect when we sit down. Yeah. Yep. And I just keep like anytime I'm during my week, I uh, obviously always looking forward to it. And I'm just like, oh, wait, let me write that down for it. For, for, let's talk about that. Write that down. Oh, yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to talk about the girls with that. Yeah. Literally every time something happens to me, I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to talk, <laughs> talk, talk about, about that on the podcast. Yeah. Which actually, so we all went out to dinner last night. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the Ubers? Because <laughs> I think we need Ubers. Please do. And I actually want a, like a recap because I wasn't in either we of your Ubers. We were in separate Ubers. Yeah. And the, I, I didn't want to text you guys about like my Uber being sketch because I was like, oh, I don't want to make them like feel bad or whatever, like be concerned. So I'm texting Steven and then Ryan texts in our group chat like, oh, my gosh, my Uber right now. And I was like, girl, me too. It was like happening consecutively. It was happening at the same time. Uh, So if anyone took an Uber last night, like (laughs) just tell us if it was bananas because there was something in the air. There was something in the Uber air. You guys, I so I was driving home. So I just my phone was just like ding, 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 ding. And I like glance over at like a light and I just see it's like you and her bl- blowing up in the in the group chat. And I'm like, what could this be? So like I was driving home like, what are they talking about? Something's going down. So please just give me the tea. So Ryan, you get in your Uber. OK, so I get in my Uber. The guy was really nice. He like hops out of his car to like open the door for me, wow. which was nice. I was that's like, so OK, we love. That's really nice. Yeah, I was like, OK, like, yeah, open the door for me. Like, oh, get it. Okay. And I get in his car and he has like a, a huge sticker on the back. It just had a lot of American flags and it was like i don't know like god saves everyone or god bless everyone which is fine you know whatever it was a huge sticker though like very very large and i was like okay hello the picture you sent it like took up the entire like Like the top of the car yeah Yeah, yeah, like it was like the entire like back of the front seat yes it was very large again fine but it took me off guard so i sit down i'm like okay whatever he offers me a jolly rancher out of a big giant jolly rancher bag i kind of love that, a gentleman though. did yeah. you take it yeah they were wrapped they were, they were wrapped. <laughs> otherwise no but i didn't want i didn't want so i was like oh no thank you and he goes oh healthy girl and i was like <laughs> okay i was like no i'm very much not healthy i just 
had dinner so that's why i don't want that he was like oh, okay okay we love that self-control and i was like i'm just not hungry yeah, there's oh no there's no self-control here. yeah 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 and i, I was trying i wasn't trying to like be confrontational but i was like don't call me healthy girl because i don't want your candy like that's weird right and, and, and it don't feels say like that and don't yeah. say that to when people. you also yeah. say that sentence that makes the candy seem so much weirder yeah yes. no, like, actually that's weird so i was like okay like maybe you're just trying to be nice and you just like don't know how to like yeah talk but whatever <laughs> so we're sitting there you know we're driving or whatever and he's like oh do you have an artist that you want to play and i was like oh yeah so i told him i'm like play blast that's my favorite and he was like okay he looks him up he goes oh he has explicit that's what he said he didn't say he has explicit music or these are explicit lyrics he has explicit he has it it is in his possession he is he explicit is. He himself and i was like explicit. it's something you can catch yes like, don't don't cough on me i have the explicit yeah that's exactly how he said it and i was like oh sir and i was like oh okay well you can play hannah montana <laughs> And I don't know why that was the first, like, artist that came into my head. Because you're like, what is the opposite of explicit? Yeah, I was like... So did he? No, he didn't. He didn't even look he, it up. He just, just was like, he just played my music. I was like, um, so what did you even say that for? Yeah. Okay. He just wanted you to know. And also, like, don't ask me to play music. Don't ask people to play music if you don't want to play their music. Just play whatever. Cause, right. Like, cause, like, you didn't care. You didn't say, put this on. No, and I never care. Like, if whatever yeah. music is playing in the Uber, like, I right. don't care. I also I'll probably put my AirPods in. Like, it's not that deep. Just drive me to where I need to go. Yeah. But if yeah. you ask me for my... I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Let's play this music, whatever. And he was like... Ugh. He has explicit. It honestly feels like a test now, like hearing about like yeah. the sticker and then mm, hitting you with the Jolly Rancher. Yeah, yeah, and you're a healthy girl, and it was, and then you're giving something <laughs> no. explicit. He's like, and mm. you're a healthy. He girl. got us testing the, the artist part too. What that he asked if you were an artist? Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he goes. So so after he starts playing the music, or whatever. I'm like, I'm just chilling. I'm trying to just like let's just get to the let's get to my destination i'm sitting there and he's looking at me in the rear view and i'm like looking at him looking at me oh my gosh. and he's like are you are you a musician and i was like why why he was like oh i don't know you just seem like one and i was like why he's like i don't know you just kind of give off that like vibe i was like no i'm just bald <laughs> <laughs> didn't he? he was like oh, you're you seem artsy mm, yeah <laughs> he's like you just kind of give that like artsy vibe and I was like, why? Like, you were like, it's my bald hair. You're like, that, it's because, because I don't have hair. It's because it? I don't have hair. And I'm like, I don't know, whatever. Probably like my septum ring or something. Like, it's, yeah. you know, giving like whatever, which is nothing. But like, that yeah, it was a lot. So and then funny. I got home. Um, he dropped me off. I got out of the car and he was like, God bless you. And I was like, thank you. And I got it. And I was like, that was a lot. <laughs> so that was my Uber ride. Sierra, please. Yours was absolutely way more chaotic than mine. Okay, please. So I get into my Uber and literally before I've closed the door after like I walked up, he said, are you Sierra? Yes, I'm uh, literally about to close the door. I'm like, oh, how's your how's your day? He's like, oh, it's been rough. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I thought that would be it before I could even finish saying that was rough. He's like, yep. Me and my wife got in a fight in the front yard. I had to call CPS on her. We've got kids. He starts telling me like the ages of his kids, how his wife is just horrible. And he's like, like it is a monologue. Like he is prepared. I have not gotten a word in and it's been like three or four minutes at this point. No. And then, and at this point I'm just thinking this man, he just needs someone to talk to. Right. right? So I'm not like, I'm not like scared. I'm just like, this guy's emotional. But then he says, yep, she keeps threatening to kill me. All women are the same. And then I'm like, oh, yikes. OK, all women are the same. You hate your wife. She wants to kill you. Now I'm a little scared. Yeah. Right. And then he starts talking about how she's no good and a cheater and da, 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 da. And again, all women are the same. And mm-hmm. that's when I start 
bing 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 red yeah, alarms right, going right. Wee -oo, wee -oo. yep texting steven like hey i think i'm okay but i'm in an uber it's a little weird can you track my location i also call him to do the whole like hi husband i'm just on got my way home right just, yeah. yeah that whole thing when i hang up it's quiet for a couple minutes so i think okay he's like now we're just listening to music right and he's like oh uh, is this music okay and I was like, yeah, sure. It's like, I, I like anything. And he's like, oh, good. My wife hates this music. I can never play this music for my wife. I'm so glad you let me play this music. And at this oh point, I'm like, what? I'm going to I'm going to record. Yeah, uh, uh, I want to re record this. My dumb ass has the flash on. <laughs> this man is monologuing to me about his horrible wife. And the flash goes off and I hide that thing so fast he didn't see it but then i was like afraid to record so he keeps right. going on now he's telling me about how his wife's brother his brother-in-law gets it because she's crazy to him too and da, 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 all this stuff then i take my phone out and i try to record again right and then this is what i got that i showed the girls he literally is like He's like, oh, yeah, takes off his hat, which you can't see in the video because I just had it down. But he's like this, like she beat me up today. And then he starts going into like she says, I'm the abusive one. But look, look, <gasps> like uh, look what she did to me. No, and wow. then I'm like Goodness. literally uh, feeling unsafe, feeling unsafe. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, and, right. He's, and this isn't like the, the video clip that I showed you guys. He's going on this whole thing about, you know, their relationship issues. And then he goes into like like nice guy mode of like. But I just want the best for her. You know, I just want her to have confidence in herself no. so that she can love know. us and da, da 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 da. And at this point, we're like coming up to my house and I'm like, oh, it's the one on opposite side of the street that my house is on. Right. So I had him drop me off at my neighbor's house. Good. Absolutely. And then the second I get out of the car, I hear the like, you know, your driver is eight minutes away. And I'm like, this man is about to go do the same thing to the next person. I am not the first person he monologued to. No, you were not the no first one. or There's the last no. girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But like in that moment, really, what do you do? You're just kind of like, OK, I'm Vibing. so sorry. They, they were making but... fun of me because in the video, I'm just, She's I, like, I felt like, oh, I'm... yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, it, no. It that was, was the, my favorite. It was the oh, it was the, oh, oh man. man. <laughs> I, like, I didn't I was afraid that if I didn't say anything he'd be like what do you agree with her right, right. so I'm trying to like just engage, engage yeah. but not like engage and right. he hit you with the all women are like that yeah. so you're like well I'm all women right you're like uh, so same in the video the whole time I'm just like oh wow that, that, that's hard <laughs> I was like Sierra girl <laughs> what is this I was giving nothing right I honestly I had a similar experience Okay, I went on. Remember that crazy date I told you guys about? Yeah. So I took an Uber home and I got into an Uber with a guy who was very similar to that, mm. except he was talking about how like these types of like all these types of women. And it was first of all, it was like Why? all like women of color. And so that was mm. really weird without saying that that's what it was. Right. And then also he was like, yeah, and women with kids like they just want someone to like take care of their kids and all this stuff. I'm like. Oh my god! This is a lot, and I just got out of a situation with a man who is trash, and now I'm in another situation with a man that's trash. It was a lot. Ugh. Uber drivers just drive the car. Just drive. Just, just drive. drive. Well, and you know what? I'm actually kind of embarrassed about. I was afraid, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm like afraid. And this man knows not where I live, but nearby. Yeah. Um. So I gave him like a twenty percent tip. Mm. I'm like, I should I really have like kind of encouraged that? But I've like, I don't. I don't want this man to like 
come to my house and be mm-hmm. like and be did, upset why like, didn't you yeah. give me a tip why'd you give me a bad rating right, right. give give another reason for him to be upset like yeah. Yeah. clearly this gentleman was really going through it and should have been telling a therapist yeah or like you. not working right then i guess yeah. like, he shouldn't have been driving around like yeah. i was gonna say even you're right about the driving around imagine like with all that like anger it, and yeah. he like, was definitely speeding like at some points and like slamming on his brakes oh, at like yeah. red lights emotionally yeah. driving yeah. yeah that's stressful was, i'm so glad you got home safely both of you ladies honestly <laughs> This is so true. <laughs> yeah, my guy was not like he was nice. He was just doing too much. Yeah. This episode is not about Ubers. No. Nope. But um, it could have been. It could be. Let's, let's just call this the cold open. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. We just had to get something off our chest. Yeah. Goodness. Had a wild, wild night last night. Um, but today we are go- the actual topic at hand. We want to talk about like our core memories around body image, mm-hmm. like things that happened to us. You could, as a child, as a teen, as an adult, that like really just stuck with us about our body image, our perception of ourselves, our confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, we <laughs> this is so funny going off the Uber stories because that was just, <laughs> we're taking a left turn. Yeah, yes. yeah, totally. Um, but we we swapped out the candle for some tissues because P was getting you were getting emotional just in like <laughs> us kind of talking about what the episode was going to be about. I know it's just it's I think that it's so emotional. Me. I'm not going to start crying again. <laughs> Probably. Right now. But it's just, it's a matter of fact that it just like still is ongoing. It's like you, and not the things that I'm going to talk about today, but it just reminds you that body positivity is just something that you have to think work at every single Mm -hmm. day and it's not just like oh okay i'm i'm that doesn't affect me anymore no like it's ongoing and other little things can like trigger you to remember and just thinking about these stories i was just like wow she just young p was just sad and that's so sad that like you're still having to go through that with like other things and yeah so anyways back to you (laughs) (laughs) oh no yeah i think we we each had thought of a couple and i think we're just gonna kind of go from there because there's like this could be an entire podcast series yeah like, someone could start yeah. and and i'm sure people have entire <laughs> podcast just about this one topic because yeah. absolutely especially as women it is so ingrained in us from a young young age to view our bodies um not as like a vehicle for our life for our activities for our health and our functions but for others approval yeah right yeah. you know and and Absolutely. I a lot of the time I view you know I look back at things that I thought were normal as a teenager especially the way I talked about my body the things that my friends did like it, it seemed so normal then and then now I look back and I'm like well that that was purely about like staying thin attractive mm-hmm. perceived as good and valuable yeah to men yeah usually. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things I didn't write down, but I remembered when I was thinking about this, when we would go to the mall, me and my friends would hold our breath when we walked past Cinnabon because we thought it smelled too good and we couldn't resist the temptation. We were like 12. Yeah. No. I know. Is I thought about that because I watched a TikTok about Cinnabon and that memory was like ding from the vault. And I was right. like, oh my. Well, first I just remembered like, oh yeah, we'd always like hold our breath past Cinnabon. I remember that. And I was like, right. wait, why'd we do that? You're like, wait a minute. Oh, there's, oh, there's something there. That. Yeah. That's really And sad. it wasn't because Cinnabon didn't make us feel good right. or, you know, we didn't want to spend the money. It was purely like my body should not get bigger mm-hmm. than it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not weird. It's weird. And it's sad. It's sad. And it, it was so normal. Right. And it's and it breaks my heart even more that knowing that like these things don't just happen like, oh, when you're a teenager, like from young, like I know we're going to cover yeah. things that 
even before that you were like perceiving your body you're like oh wow i didn't even know that i, I was limiting even, myself yeah i yeah, didn't yeah. even realize realize I, it, yeah. I didn't even like notice my body yeah, yeah. until somebody said something to mm -hmm. me and i'm like oh oh, yeah. oh i guess that's right i I, guess. I, I live in this yeah. right yeah. like yeah. i'm not just like my brain and like my emotions i have a body that people can see yeah absolutely yeah. do you guys have like what's the youngest kind of like core body image memory you have mm. mine mine is actually my first story if, if you then want if you do want yours yeah I, so this is actually one that i f i felt like when i was thinking about it, i was like i feel stupid bringing this up because now it's very trendy and very and like people desire this and i was just like you're, you're just gonna sound like so silly bringing this up but then i was like you know what like y this was my reality as like being a younger girl and it was the first time that i realized that i wanted to change something about my body that i could not and it and it like really took a toll on me and it was honestly now the uh now that i love them so much are my freckles um and like i said they're, they're now they're super trendy and like i see people like drawing them on and i'm like wow that's so funny that they're in and so great right now and like that's just like not what i was thinking when i was younger and when i was younger i i must have been in first grade and this boy said to me and he was like what's that on your face it looks like poop like a fly pooped on your face and funny enough that was not the only time i heard that that's like poop on your face like that like little flies just poop on your face and that sounds so small but in that moment i was just feeling so like oh my gosh like there's nothing i can do and like i would yeah. tell my mom and she's like oh but they're cute like you know when you're older and i'm obviously not older and right. don't understand so and it was at the time when like when i was growing up a little bit more like it didn't just go away when i was like in elementary it just like it was um when Lindsay lohan was really popular in like in mm. all the movies like and i was like wow she has freckles and a lot yeah, of freckles lots yeah. of freckles and i remember my mom saying like look she has a lot of freckles and like you love her movies and she's so beautiful and then i don't even know if this is true but i i remember hearing as a kid that Lindsay lohan was getting like surgery to get them removed or something mm -hmm. and i was like genius so when i'm older i'm gonna get them removed like i'm totally gonna get the surgery like that's that's set i just need to be old enough to get them removed and i oh was God. just like beating up myself for these freckles and i couldn't hide it even more because in mexico they'd call me pecosa or like freckles and things like that and it was just a part of my identity like you would refer to me and i they were just something i really really hated mm. but I'm so thankful that I grew into myself and realized when I was in high school, like this makes you unique and you're beautiful and don't change anything about yourself. But in that moment when I was younger, I was like, shish, this really hurts, you know, and I yeah. could not change that about myself. So it's just like, it was like written in Sharpie, kind of those moments, like just yeah. like, dang it. <laughs> was yeah. there a moment in your teens that you kind of like turned the corner on your feelings about your freckles? Mm -hmm. And I, can't even say what it was I, it wasn't like a, oh I saw something or I felt it was just I think one day I was looking in the mirror and I was like you're unique who cares like your mom has freckles like your this has freckles and just being more understanding and gentle and kind to myself it was just that needed to happen you know so it wasn't anything like daunting that like was like oh that's why I accept my freckles it was just a slow progress of it but it was tougher when I was younger. It was just something that I really wanted to get rid of. Like, really did. Oh, my gosh. I understand that so deeply. I have a freckle on the tip of my nose. Never bothered me. But, like, it was the same thing. My family would, like, point it out. It didn't bother me, though. 
But in middle school, a boy started calling me Rudolph because uh-huh. he was like, oh, it's like a that's like the no, like the freckle on your nose is like Rudolph's light. Like, what are you going to do? Like, go find Santa. Ha, ha, ha. Doesn't seem like a big deal now. But I went home that night. I didn't understand how like skin worked. And I tried to scratch my freckle off oh, yeah. because I thought that the skin would grow back like not freckled. Right. So I literally scratched it. Well, and then that made it worse because now I'm coming to school with a red scab on the tip of my nose. Right. That made his ridicule you- worse. But it, I was really upset when it came back and the scab fell off and there was still a freckle. Oh, my gosh. That like listening to you say that was unlocking the memory of I remember because I wasn't allowed to wear makeup yet. So I was like, either I can cover them up or I can like when I wash my face, just like really like micro demibration. Like I was like, how can I exfoliate yes. the hell right. out of my face to where they're gone? And I just like remember like trying to clean them off, but they just would not come off. And that's just that's just so sad that my perspective on that was what affected me and hurt me, you know, because yeah. now I still have them, but my perspective has changed. And I, right. I and I felt that way to begin with because I was so young and someone pointed it out and it just kept going, you know. It is yeah. so interesting how as a child, a lot of the times you don't notice things about you until someone else pointed it out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what would our lives be like if no one ever pointed those things out? Much better, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like those things make you look at other things, right? Yes. Like somebody says something to you about one thing and you're like, okay, it well, they the notice this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what else are they looking at? And then you start to like really examine your body mm-hmm. and like look at it and criticize it and beat yourself up and try to change things about you and like kind of try to beat people to the punch. Yes. Right. Yeah. Be like, oh, I already know about this. So let me get this under control before somebody says something and points it out to me and da da da. Mm-hmm. Well, th- while you were talking, I was thinking of a few things that I don't even have written down. And I think I subconsciously didn't write them down because I'm still really insecure about them. Mm-hmm. And I was actually thinking right now, I was like, am I going to talk about this? Because I'm still really insecure about it, but I think I should because I don't know. I just feel called to. So yeah. I especially middle school. Middle school just sucks. Like, I don't know how, like, anybody survives it. Like, it just really, really sucks. So hard. And I know it's just because we're all, like, basically fighting with ourselves. And in turn, that just turns into, like, fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like every, like, movie about, like, school drama is about high school. High school was, like, pretty tame yeah. for me. Yeah. Middle school brutal 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 Brutal. Mm -hmm. like bad and i just and i again i know it's like we're all going through like all these hormones and we're just like really going through it right now and fine whatever but the things that kids would say just about anyone even about teachers other students like it was really crazy i had this one one time in um seventh grade i had this boy well actually let me back up so when i was born i was born fully cross-eyed like fully like i couldn't like even see and so I think I was some a handful of weeks old. I went and got surgery on my eyes to correct them so that I could see. And the surgery worked and I wore glasses for a while until I was like, I don't know, six, seven. I should probably still be wearing glasses, but, you know, it's fine. I can see everything's fine. <laughs> um, but it just it didn't fully correct them. So one of my eyes is weaker than the other one. So I have to, so my right eye has to work really, really hard to get my left eye to do the things it needs to do. Which in turn, just basically, at so, like at some times, I have like a lazy eye in my left eye, which is fine. But obviously, it's not fine when you're in middle school and it's obvious and I can't see myself. So I can't, I don't know what my face looks like to everybody else unless I'm looking mm-hmm. at myself in a mirror. Right. And so fast forward to seventh grade, I was sitting in math class behind this boy that was so cute, but he was so 
mean. Mm. Oh my god, he was so mean, but he was so cute. <laughs> and so, it's always like that. <laughs> it always, especially in middle school, right? Yeah. And I was like, try, I tried to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm the guys girl, like I'm just like I'm one of the guys type of vibe. And we were like cool until we weren't, and I don't really know what happened with that. But he was sitting next to this girl that was my friend. And he turned around and looked at me and then he turned around and looked at her and he was like, do you know anyone with a lazy eye? And she was like, no, I don't think so. And then she was like, he was like, no one like you don't know anybody. Turned around, looked at me, turned around, looked at her. And she was like, I don't know if she just like really didn't know. But she was like, I think maybe my uncle has one, but I don't really know. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, what am I supposed to be like dying on the inside? Yes, I was like, my heart. I remember my heart beating so fast, like. This is about to, and it was like quiet. Like we were, it was like the bell was about to ring. Like we were all just hanging out, and like everybody was just like listening. Then he goes, "Well, Ryan has one. Look at it right now." And I was like, "Hmm." Oh. oh my god! Can I go to the bathroom? And mm-hmm. I asked to go to the bathroom, and I took my stuff and I left, and I just cried in the bathroom, and like I was so so upset, and I and it made me more upset because I knew that I couldn't do anything about it. Like there's yeah. nothing I can do. What? am I to do right now and I I and I always I think about it all the time I still I think about I'm thinking about it right now I mean obviously I'm talking about it but I'm I'm never not thinking about it Uh and so to when someone brings attention to it it like really really bothers me yeah and I don't know how to like I don't really know how to um not not let it not affect me but just like be able to bring myself back afterwards because it takes me a long time to like recover from it right and yeah like i again i wasn't even going to talk about that but i was thinking about middle school and how really rough that was and how much that affected me and it made me not want to like make eye contact with people or like just like be close enough for anybody to like see me now i mean like obviously i make eye contact with people and it's fine i'm not that you know hurt by it but it but it's just, still there oh yeah and it's oh yeah do you feel like after that happened with that boy pointing it out and mm-hmm. you know making a joke of it were you worried that at any point someone could point it out oh my god yeah and yeah. it's i was always worried i was like waiting for it yeah, yeah and so even when no one says anything i'm like everyone's st- thinking it yeah oh, everybody's yeah. thinking about it everyone's looking at me talking to me and they're like hmm, her eyes are weird like i just i knew it and i could just feel it all the time I still feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely do. But like, I mean, it's and these it words just like hurt us and like stay with us. It's just. Well, and let me tell yeah. you that middle school boy, I'm sure has never thought about that again. Oh, I'm yeah. sure not. He oh, probably yeah. went to lunch and didn't even think about it. again. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that still now, what, 15, 16 years later. Right. Is affecting you. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I feel like it's so important for kids especially to know how much power their words have yeah because he can go on with his life and never think about that but still it affects you yeah and i i don't even like bring it up to my mom or anything i remember like not saying anything to her because i didn't want to hear oh you know i didn't want to hear the, the mom spiel. stuff right. like yeah. it's not and it's not gonna help me and i just so i just didn't say anything but i was just i felt a type of way for sure yeah like for sure yeah do you feel like there was a time, like obviously you said you're still working on it, but that there was a time where you kind of came around to it and stopped constantly feeling like everyone's thinking this, someone's going to bring it up? Um, Sounds so stupid, but honestly, when I started like 
like actually dating people mm. because I always thought that like no one's going to want to date me because nobody even like there many. I felt there was a lot of reasons why nobody would want to date me, but that was one of those things. And I was like, well, clearly like they don't really care, I guess. Yeah. Or right, they don't right. say anything. So which that shouldn't it shouldn't have come from other people, but it did. And so I feel less, you know, I don't know the word like less insecure about it because I guess people still want to date me. So it's like fine. <laughs> right, um, right. But yeah. So when I started like dating, I yeah. was like, OK, OK, not everybody's like put off by this. Right. Um, right. It was yeah. like a, they're OK with me. So maybe I can also be OK with me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, my God. You poor I know. I'm I like, know, I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm biting my holding my tears back, girl. But yeah. love you. Yeah. Love you. I, I love I do love you. And I just think <laughs> you're so too. beautiful. Thank and you. I want to go beat up that middle school boy. I know. We should. I swear to God. I know. If I, I see know. you in the streets. I know his name. I'll look him up on Instagram. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Okay, after the go. show, I need, to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to see what he's doing now. Actually, T. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Podcast, comment below if you want to see a Paloma, Sierra, and Ryan beat up a middle school boy. <laughs> Why are you want to? You want to tussle? Yeah, right. <laughs> Brian, or whatever your name is. Oh, God. Oh, these yeah. boys in middle school ruined ruthless, us. Ruthless, ruthless. Yeah, they really were. Gosh, you God. know, that's my neck, my first one. My youngest memory that I was going to talk about today was also about a middle school boy. Mm. And again, a very small, simple comment yep. that I, I don't think about it anymore, mm-hmm. but I don't think I stopped hearing that in my head until I was about 19. Mm-hmm. Um. I was wearing my my new cute little shirt from PacSun, like seventh grade. Right. It was white. It had little pink spots on it, like little tie dyes. It was so cute. <laughs> yes, cute. I know, right? <laughs> tucked, tucked into my, or not tucked in, but like, you know, laid over the way you did right. on like yep. the Hollister shorts. Yes. And um, I felt so cute in it. And I like got dressed that morning. I was so excited to like wear my new shirt that like my mom and I had bought over the weekend. And before school even started, like just walking in, you know, and everyone would kind of like hang out in the quad before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of my my friends like not a bully not someone I didn't know like my friends came actually a boy I dated later on came okay. I know which is problematic in its own right right <laughs> came up to me and said huh, you look like you have a beer belly in that shirt <gasps> and it was that phrase like beer belly that I don't know why like just really cut me because first of all I was like 12 or 13 I, de- right, I was not right. drinking right but you know we we I had that perception of what that meant and I already was very insecure about my size even though I was a pretty average sized kid I I gained more weight later in my life but at that time I was pretty average yeah um, but I still had that deep-seated insecurity of being big is wrong right mm-hmm. and especially a beer belly Right. Right. Bad. Right, 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 right. right. The connotation that just is. Yeah. And I think I just laughed it off and Mm -hmm. did not say anything. But I went to my PE locker and I changed. I wore my PE shirt all day instead of my cute little PacSun shirt because I was like, no one else can say this. And I don't think I wore that shirt again. Uh, I know. And I like I still remember it was a V-neck and pink little spots. But I and I would get dressed in the morning and most mornings I would look in in the mirror and I would try to stick my stomach out as far as I could to see if it looked like I had a beer belly. And like that. I don't know why that just lived in my head for so long, even up till I was like 18, 19, getting dressed and like sticking my stomach out as far as I could to see if 
someone could say I had a beer belly, which wow. is like so odd. So but again, that boy never thought about that. And right. it took me getting into my honestly getting into YouTube is when I really started like following other fashion bloggers, which then led me to like body positive bloggers mm-hmm. and being like, oh, this is like like people can just not hate themselves right right. crazy concept (laughs) right Right. but but even just that simple as like being afraid that I had like a stomach pouch of seeing people who did and were unapologetic about it Mm -hmm. that it wasn't something to hide or suck in or change it just was yeah and so even if I did look like I had a beer belly who cares yeah and that was like a huge huge wake-up call for me and I I haven't thought about that story until now. Yeah, that that cuts deep because yeah. I feel like they I feel like middle schoolers will just say anything to even maybe not even hurt you intentionally, but like get like the approval of the people around yeah. them. Like, oh, we're all going to do this thing to this person and it's all we're all going to be there together. And it's also a deflection technique of. Yeah, let's pick someone's going to be the punching bag of the group today. Yeah. And it's, I have to make sure it's not me. Yeah. Right. So who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. And I, I think back to middle school and I feel a lot of regret that when it was one of my friends that was the punching bag, mm. I didn't say anything because I was afraid that then it would mm. turn on me. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can't speak up because yeah. then all of a sudden then it's your turn. Yeah. 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 So even oh. though I feel like I, it was very much the boys in our friend group who did that. Like I wasn't, participating yeah I kind of was by not saying anything yeah and being low-key glad that it wasn't me yeah. on the chopping block today <sighs> yeah Question. That, is, that is so real is there a like I'm sensing a pattern from just the two stories you told <laughs> you guys are there having a good or okay time and someone looks at you and goes that girl looks too happy she's too no. happy in her pack sunshine I might be reading into it yeah but think about it for a minute does that Especially yeah. when you were passively participating, non-participating. Was it someone who was having a good time enjoying themselves as they were? So I feel like... It was sometimes that, but I think more so it was like, let's find one thing that's different about someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was always like trying to find anything different that they could latch on to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I mean, the thing in middle school, right, is to fit in. Everybody wearing the same, mm-hmm. th- same style, same thing. Everyone has their hair the same way. Like unless unless you can really pull something off and like everyone knows well actually no 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 because you think about the kids who like had different styles or even if they had, if it was cultural differences or anything like that were annihilated yeah mm-hmm. yep and everyone was like well they're just like weird yep being and different yeah being different in middle school <laughs> The worst. worst. The worst thing ever. And and it's just, we are all, like Ryan said, we are all going through so much hormonally and emotionally. And it's just, we're trying to keep our head above water and not Mm -hmm. be the next victim because, you know? Y'all, I think every middle schooler should just be forced to sit through Shrek the Musical (laughs) and hear that which makes us different makes us strong. Yep. Um, Yep. Because I think think they could benefit. I I fully agree. I fully, fully agree. I like my... My brother, my, well, my brother is going to be a high schooler this year. My sister's in eighth grade. So they were both, you know, in middle school. They're like pretty nice kids. Like, I don't really hear them saying anything, but I hear like what my sister says about herself. This morning, she was like putting her makeup on and she was like, I wish my eyebrows like were f- fuller in the front. I was like, what? What? Like she and she was like looking at herself like analyzing doing like you know the whole thing and she's yeah. like i wish that like my eyebrow and i was like oh god how old like, is your I sister again 13 yeah yeah i'm like well this is prime time yeah for you to really Ugh. be feeling all that poor thing and uh, and here i am i'm like okay 
what do I say that's not like mom? Like, oh, you're perfect and beautiful. Like, that's not, she's not going to listen to me and she doesn't care. And so what, what do I say? I'm like, well, if you want to, if you really want that, like you have, you can fill your eyebrows in and you could fill that if that's what you want. But also like, have you seen the trans girl? I'm like, everybody's doing the, the feathered brow, blah, 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 this and that. And also like, they're just eyebrows and you have a great face. I that's said, everybody great wants response. your eyebrows. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. If you Give want. Give the option. If you want, this here's something. Is, rather, you do it. <laughs> rather than like, well, Don't maybe change. you should. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or that too. Yeah. And so she was just like, hmm. Okay. And she was like, well, your eyebrows don't do that. And I was like, I wish they did. <laughs> but also they don't. And that's okay. And I work with what I got. And yeah, I, They're my and eyebrows, not mm-hmm. your eyebrows. Yep. Yeah. And she was like, okay. She kind of walked yeah. away and I was like, geez, I mean, I hope I said the right thing because <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, af- affect her in a yeah. negative way, you know, by just trying to help her. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like that happens too sometimes when you're like, oh, you you know, you're not, it's fine. You're, you're perfect. You're not this. You're not that. But it actually doesn't actually help. It yeah, it maybe yeah. sometimes makes it worse. Yeah. So, what do we think actually helps? Hearing that they understand what you're going through, validating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like it's okay to be upset by. Yeah, that. yeah, that's me, really hurtful. Me telling my mom that I'm getting bullied about having freckles, and they call me this, and they say this, and I don't, and I want to change this, and I can't. I feel like her rather than being like, no, they're wrong, you're, they're cute. Like her just telling me that didn't do anything. I feel right. like it'd be better if she'd have been like. I understand that you're that it's different and not everyone has freckles and that must be so frustrating. Like, I'd be like, yeah, tea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. think that that might be it. Yeah. To just like allow the space to be upset about it, like mm-hmm. you said. And then I don't I mean, I don't know the solutions. But maybe freckles, offer a but solution. Like, or, yeah. But yeah. it'd be yeah. like if you really are having a hard time and you want to do this, maybe you can try this thing. Mm-hmm. But just know that like everybody's got something and like yours is just visible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Oh, we're at the end. We're going to wrap it up with that one because yeah. <laughs> that is something. Everybody has something and yours just might be visible and mm-hmm. theirs isn't right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just don't notice it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. I think one of the things that helped me a lot is when my mom would share about like her insecurities from my same age, mm-hmm. you know, being like when I was your age, I was very insecure about this thing. And I realized that, you know, why she shouldn't be insecure about it or how she learned to accept it yeah or even just a solution to you know feel better about it and i think that helped a lot because i was like oh my mom felt the same way and she's over here living her life so like i'll probably be okay yeah right yeah definitely i feel like seeing your mom and having those conversations where she's explaining herself to you is helpful Mm -hmm. maybe not in that moment yes and i feel like maybe obviously i'm not a mom but doing that not in the moment where they're explaining to you their D- not issues. centering it on yourself. yeah yeah and and because i feel like it almost is like well you're just telling me this because you're trying to help me get over this instead of being like instead of it coming up in conversation naturally at other times maybe or maybe mm. giving them the opportunity to ask if they want just to be like i've gone through similar things and leave it at that yeah and then if they say well what do you have to be insecure about or what was right. that mm-hmm. let them kind of lead mm-hmm. p you got another one i do and it's unfortunately from middle school again <laughs> no. it was. i am sensing a theme <laughs> right <laughs> it's I, and i actually was aware of it before i got to middle school so that's awesome that i <laughs> like i'm like trying to think how old i was i was like 12 or so like i wasn't even a teenager and i um blessed from the thick latina hair on my arms and my legs and mm. I just started remembering we were like about to get to middle school and there were some girls already saying like, 
oh, well, my mom's like letting me shave my legs during middle school. And I was like, okay, okay. Is that what we're doing? That's that's great because I'm already really insecure because I had some kid like in elementary be like, oh, look at your arms. They're like gorillas. And I just can't unhear him. And he wasn't even being mean. Like, you know, he was just really. Right. That's what he thought. And he just said it. And I never felt so bad about my body. Right. Until that moment. And I was just like, okay. um, So when I realized, okay, what we're doing is we're going to be able to shave our legs. I was like, okay, great. I'm going to tell my mom. So I'm like, okay, mom. So. Uh, you already know that I because I was very open about it because like I would come home crying about my arms all the right. time and just like and she would be like Paloma like it's just your hair like again like yes you're right mom you were right it was just my hair and I'm gonna <laughs> love myself but not yet right <laughs> right and so I was like am I allowed to shave my legs and like do this stuff like uh, Stacy's gonna do it like please and she was like Paloma honestly like it's not worth it once you start shaving it gets prickly and it's such a hassle like look at like I don't even want to shave nowadays and I'm like no, I hear you, but I want to shave my legs right yeah. now. She was like, no, I don't think so. Maybe let's revisit this later. I just don't think you're ready. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, so I took it into my own hands because I didn't want to go. Naturally. Naturally, because I was not only stressed about it already, but I knew other people were getting going to be shaving their legs. So I, too, wanted to, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, if anybody needs it, it's me. Help. So we went. I remember going on vacation before so, uh, like during summer break before uh, the we went to middle school and we were at my cousin's house and I was like st- uh, I was showering like after the pool and I saw a razor and I was like oh, what if I shave my legs so I can just like like let's do this so there I am shaving my legs shaving my legs doing the thing and I cut myself <sighs> yep. so badly on the you know the knee part yes. just like that little that sweet tender spot where you still mess it up nowadays yep. mm-hmm. I cut myself like deep you guys like I I God help me. Do you have a scar? I honestly did have a scar for a long oh time, and let me gosh. look again because I I really did have a scar for a long time. It. The emotional so deep. scars yeah. for sure. Oh, right, right. For the sure, scar. <laughs> Those are there. <laughs> and so instead, I I was like dabbing up the blood and like cleaning myself up to the point where my mom ended up knocking on the door, like, "Hey, are you okay? Like you've been in there a long time." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm okay." Like, there's blood everywhere. I'm glad I'm dabbing and dabbing. So I'm like, "Oh my gosh, my mom's gonna want to see my leg after this." Like, God, pray for me. <laughs> so I get out of the shower and she's like what happened and I lied and I remember this was one of the first times I had ever lied to my mother and so it really really like her it was even more deep and I was like no I I I hurt myself on the corner you saw how his bed is like really low like when I stepped out of the shower like I hit myself and all this stuff elaborate no oh I was giving elaborate and I was like you know the wood it's like the dog's been biting on it so sharp like (laughs) oh my god she wanted to get away with this right and then she like was like okay well let me help you like grabs my leg and it's like did you shit? Did you shit? So she then grabs my other legs. Like, right. but why only one? <laughs> uh, right. And I'm like, oh my and my response was, because I didn't have enough time. Oh my God. And she was like, and in that moment, like I was like crying and just was like, mom, I'm so sorry. I lied to you. Like, I just feel so insecure. And like the girls at school and like I was, she could, in that moment, my mom saw me as a person yeah. and was like you poor little thing and i remember her being like okay look girlfriend 
when we get back home we will look into some products or something that can help you to make you feel more comfortable going in and confident and i was like thank you so much Mm. but also like in retrospect i'm like first of all like my mom wasn't gonna notice and like it wasn't gonna grow back before school started in two weeks right well you know but that's that's so so special that your mom like really saw you in that moment because i think it could have been very easy as a parent to go the route of you disobeyed me. You went behind my back. You lied. You hurt yeah. yourself. You're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. And instead to be like the, to see the the hurt and the reason that you did that is so powerful. Yeah. And I'm so like seriously you guys I'm so thankful that happened because she probably saw like oh my gosh my daughter's like ending up hurt because she has to go behind my back to do this and that's not something she ever wanted was like me right. going behind her back. So she was like no like this is clearly not because oh you just want to shave your legs like you are emotionally really hurting about this. Yeah. So then what ended up happening was I was like shaving my arms and legs through middle school and then unfortunately that was not good because then the boys would be like ew you're so prickly like I'm just walking by them and they can obviously feel my arm oh my Paloma your arms are, you guys come feel her arms feel and I'm like no oh, kill I will me. not kill the myself. you guys literally oh my kill me. gosh yeah 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 no because who else yeah. is shaving their arms in like sixth grade but me so you know and I was like this was before Nair existed so like right. the whole it was just like you guys but luckily Again, like le- leaving middle school, I like stopped. I, it, I didn't stop shaving them because of prickleness. I, I was definitely prickly for years. But then I finally was like, the hassle of it was just so much. And I was in high school and I was like, I am doing okay. Like I have a boy, like in my mind, I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like I'm right. really okay. Like it's fine. So like I let my ha- arm hair grow out. And then he said, oh my gosh, you have really hairy arms. Like I'd never noticed. Oh my god! And I was like, and, and, and in high school, in high, like I was like shit, seventeen, eighteen, and I was still like, oh, that's this still is in your never head, never gonna end, right? And but then I started just embracing more of myself, like I said, and just being like, that's what makes me unique. But I think, truthfully, what really, really made me accept it was someone was I was in Mexico, and was like commented about her arms and and a lot of latinas have again the latina thick long arm hair y'all can relate and they're just like oh you oh girl you have thick latina arm hair and i felt like a sense of like acceptance and i was like oh my gosh like you guys do too and they were like oh and and i was also struggling with this is a whole other topic of not feeling latina enough and in that moment i was like oh my gosh this Mm. verifies that i am latina and i feel accepted and so I think that that's what got me through and embracing it and loving myself for who I was because that made me Latina and who I wanted to be. And so I think that really was it. But that's, uh, you know, that's not what should have been. Yeah. What made but me I, okay I think with it. it. Whatever it takes to get us there. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's not always just going to happen on its own. And I think it is so special that like that was kind of the intersection of not only you feeling like you are connected to your culture Mm -hmm. and your family, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also that like I now like this part about myself because I see other people who have it too and I want to be part of this. Yeah. And this this is a physical sign that, look, I'm like you. Yes. And that's so powerful. So powerful. Wow. It it was like, I was like, oh my God, you guys, I really am a part of you guys. I really am. So it's just, and and now I, 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 and when I see that, I'm like, yes, girl. Like I I wouldn't change. I would not change that about me. You know? It's so interesting too that both of the stories you shared um, 
come back to what made you accept it is representation. Mm-hmm. That yeah. you saw Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. with her fla- freckles. I was literally mm-hmm. going to say that. Mm-hmm. And you saw your family and you saw, you know, your Latina heritage. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I'm like that. Yeah. yeah. Representation matters. I was literally, that was coming out, right? This yes. whole thing, I was just thinking that. I was like, that's why it's so important because people are like, well, you don't have to see yourself. I'm like, you do. You do. Because everyone and everything is telling me that who I am and what I have and what is going on is not it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see anybody, what makes you think I'm just going to be secure in myself? Right. Yeah. What, like, why would you just automatically yeah. assume that? How can you expect young girls to view themselves as beautiful and vibrant and confident when the standard they're being held to right. is just this one cookie cutter whitewashed look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're and and how do you expect them to feel beautiful if you are only calling this specific group of people beautiful and no one else? Yep. Oof. We had to take a quick bathroom break. Um but while we weren't rolling, Jess was like, "You know what? I'm realizing behind every strong woman is a bland ass middle school boy who made her feel self-conscious." Yep. Jeez. And that <laughs> That needs to be on a T-shirt. Yes, please. It does. Like, if you're a middle school boy listening, please. I don't think we have many. Middle I school know, boys. but if you know a middle school boy, tell him to be nice. Tell him to be up. nice. Tell him to be nice. Yeah. Your listen. Your words have an impact. Let them they be positive do. rather than negative. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. I do. Anyways, do you have anyway, another one? I do. Um, this is high school. Oh, moving so, up. Moving up. <laughs> it never ends. It didn't, it didn't get easier, end. but here we go. Um, I grew up, you know, in San Diego. We, I mean, we all did. Predominantly white um, and or uh, other, but like just not a lot of black people. Like my family, we like to call them sprinkles because it's just it's just a little right. It's just like a little on top. So there were only a few sprinkles in my high school. And um, what actually we had the most black people out of all the high schools in the district. And it was still like literally this much sad. Anyway, (laughs) growing up in a predominantly white area, just from elementary to high school, I already knew that I I was like, okay, she's black. Got it. Mm -hmm. Everyone else isn't. That's fine. It's okay. I got used to that. And then high school rolled around and I was with more black kids. But the thing is, there was always more black boys than there were black girls. Like, there was probably, like, Mm -hmm. three black girls and probably, like, eight black guys. If all of us grew up in predominantly white areas, they mostly date white white girls. Mm -hmm. But because of that, that caused a lot of um, distance between the black girls and the black guys. Like, Mm -hmm. we were, like, friends, but not really. And when it came down to, like, dating and stuff when like a lot and when everybody was dating in high school the black girls never did like there was nobody for us um because white boys didn't date us black boys didn't date us no one and everybody else in between like that was like not a thing but what they what the black boys specifically would say to us well and not even to all of us to some of us they'd be like well you're you're cute for a black girl oh my gosh like you're cute even though you're dark-skinned like that that and i was like what does that even mean but i started to like understand what that meant and i was like and i and i took that as a compliment like i was like yeah mm-hmm. right couldn't right. be so and so over there cuz you know whatever problematic but i didn't realize one how hurtful that is to the other black girls in our like circle 
that one's going to come to me. Oh, yeah, you're cute mm-hmm, for a mm-hmm, black girl. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize how much that would hurt all of us, but also the girls that they weren't saying that to. Right. And I didn't realize what they were actually saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're not calling me pretty. No, you're saying you don't fit the beauty standard that I think everyone should. Mm-hmm. But you're cute. Yeah. And that like it's so awful when especially if you think about like what if they changed for like even though to and instead of like you're cute for a black girl. Right. You're cute and right. you have dark skin. Like that's right. part of the what mm-hmm. makes you cute. Right. Not a detractor. Yeah. Yeah. And they and it was so like it was like a double edged sword, right? Because obviously when you're younger and you're just looking for boy approval, like almost anything is everything. Yeah. So Okay, let's just cut out the last part. I didn't hear the last part, but you called me pretty, so we're good. I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I'll run with that, and I love that for me. But what that does is only make me not want to be black or not want to be dark-skinned because I'm like, okay, if I wasn't, then there right. might be something going on here, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we could do a thing. And it just – and I always remember just being like – if I was I always thought this and less as I got older but more just like okay if I was like white I feel like this would just be a lot easier for me and which it would be life would be easier but it was so like it 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 it, um became like my driving force when I would be around boys like Mm -hmm. I would try so hard to like And this is so stupid because I can't do anything, but I would try so hard to not be like so black. What the hell does that? What What am I even saying? Like, but I would try so hard because I just didn't want I I didn't want there to be a way for you to say something, but be like, "Mm, but this. Yeah. Mm, But that. And it was so hard, obviously, because I can't do anything about it. And it just made me like. It made me. And that was another one of those things I was saying before. Like, I was like, who is going to date me? <laughs> like, yeah. who's going to fall in love with me? And I was like super boy crazy. So I loved everybody. And I was like, cool. It's going to be like this forever. I love that. That's really awesome. And I also remember being like, I wish that I grew up like where there was literally like predominantly black because then I might be able to like have a relationship yeah. or like do a thing and like feel fine. But obviously that wasn't my reality. But it just became so like ingrained in everything and i was like well that's why i don't have a boyfriend that's why no one asked me this that's why no one does anything because Mm. of this this and that and i'm just too dark and all of this stuff like and i would like hate when summer was coming because i was like she's about to get darker y'all like Mm. it's summer and everyone's like can't wait to get tan and i'm like oh god well you how come you can get darker right and it's good when a white girl gets darker right but if you do then that's something that you have to try to avoid right because people are going to talk about it like i can't even do anything do you feel like through that through the boys kind of saying you know trying to divide you and your black girlfriends did that make it harder for you to be close with the other black girls at your school yeah because you felt like you're competition competing yes and you have to prove that you're different yes and and it was hard because i felt conflicted like i i was like I sorry y'all like the boys want I, I, I'm so I don't make the rules yeah. girls. like yeah. I'm so sorry but also I needed them yeah I needed them in my corner but it was so hard because I was like yeah but I also need boys yeah and I wasn't even I wasn't even getting the boys at the end of the day like that isn't even like what it was it wasn't like them or my friends it was 
it was always my friends and it was like sometimes attention from a boy for five minutes right but that was like but that was good enough, enough. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh sick yeah that is like <laughs> when how long did it take you to realize like whoa 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 let's rewind that that was fucked up yeah <laughs> um honestly when I, when i got out of middle school yeah and i like i went to community college and again i mean this is like so stupid but when i started like dating people yeah and like dating non-black people or like or black people like no one said anything or made those comments and i really thought that like everybody felt that way mm. like i really thought everyone felt that way and i guess i thought they felt that way but also knew they didn't because i was like well i can see my mom and, and all of my family like dates whoever and they're married or whatever like it's obviously it's fine but for me i guess it's not and i couldn't figure out why but then you know i graduated high school and i was like oh no like yeah. that was just and it's so hard to see it when school. you're in it yeah you know? it is and, and like when you're in elementary middle high school you're like i don't see the light how am i gonna get out of this yeah like what can i do to change myself to help myself because if it's tough now i'm at and like i think that that's also the perception like if it's so tough now like it's got to be like that's like when i graduate like in the yeah. real world it's got to right. be the same yeah and oh. if it's a constant reminder like there's no way for you to escape it yeah, yeah. when you look at the real world outside of your middle school or high school and it's a microcosm of what's going on in the real world mm-hmm. yep. like in the media in hollywood those same things are happening mm-hmm. you know and yeah. so you're not just you're not able to have the perspective and go my whole life won't be like this because for right now it is it is, it is. and who's yeah. to say that it's not going to still be like that right yeah. we have to see when we get there and like at that point too there weren't a lot of like Cynthia Rivos. There weren't like a lot of Lupitas. Like there was like not a lot of dark skin, like black women in media that weren't also, that also weren't perceived as like a bitch or like something like crazy. Right. Like just these beautiful women doing their thing, like being amazing and perfect. And I didn't have that. Yeah. And so that wasn't like I didn't have anybody to like look at and be like, okay, here's a leading lady who Mm -hmm, looks like mm -hmm, me. mm -hmm. It was if there is someone on screen who looks like you, they're the punchline. Yes. And so how can you feel like you can be this beautiful, amazing woman that you are when all you're seeing is people who don't look like you who are in those roles? Mm -hmm. Who was your first like leading lady? The first person you saw and went that me that like I feel represented like do you did you have like a moment I didn't have anyone that I was like definitely like that's it but the closest that I can remember was probably Raven yeah you know like I was like okay here we go this is it but I didn't realize that that's what it was until I was a little bit older Mm -hmm. still watching I was still watching that's a Raven but I didn't realize how much it impacted me and how much it meant to me that she was on screen and she was the focus and she was like yeah she was the lead yeah and her whole the whole series wasn't about her blackness like yeah obviously her whole family's black and they touched on things which obviously is amazing and perfect and great keep it up but that wasn't the point of the show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right right it was just her being herself also being like goofy and loud and crazy which is something that i definitely was slash am now and also and also her going through her like um body conscious moments i was like this is really crazy that show did so much for my body image i i could probably quote that episode where remember when she like walks out on the runway Yes. Yes. yes yes that meant so much to me yeah of being like oh my gosh i 
I could be confident, even though I I'm not gonna look like you know all the other Disney Channel girlies. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy to think about just how ahead of its time that show was. Really. Seriously, yeah. Do you remember that episode they did with um, Raven like dressed up as that guy because that woman wasn't hiring her and she because, hired Chelsea because she was like super racist or whatever. And they said in the Disney Channel show like, oh, we won't hire her. Because she's black. Yes. And the fact that they said, like, I feel like. That's pretty huge. That, no, yeah. that yeah. was like. I feel like they might not even say that now on no, Disney Channel. I, I, you know, <laughs> I don't think so. That was like, I remember being like, whoa. Like, and then also being like, this happens in real life. It, like, yeah, I see totally. this is like Raven, yeah. like, haha, this is like kind of funny too, because Chelsea's an idiot. And like, why would she get a job? Yeah. But like, <laughs> this is like real. Mm-hmm. Like, this happens. Yeah. Oof. And like the girl that worked there was like such a Karen. Yes. Oh. She was a Karen before there were Karen. Yes. The original. Yeah. yeah. I think I really want to see more shows like that. So Raven today, I don't know. I don't really know what's on Disney Channel nowadays. So yeah. like who knows? But I just feel like that show, even as like a white girl, meant so much to me from like the body angle and mm-hmm. to then have like the added factor of race and to see that mm-hmm. must be so powerful. Yeah. It was it was good. And I'm so glad that like that was a show that my parents like let me watch because, you know, like she was psychic and it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like it could have been, it could have been yeah, like yeah, yeah. a little dicey. But yeah. I think because it was actually funny, like it holds up. I've it's watched it now. Funny. It's funny. My parents like that was one of the shows that like if I was watching it, like they'd sit down yes. with me and be like, oh, that's a Raven. Yep. Whereas like most of the other shows, they're, they're like, like, this is yeah, that uh, me too. That was such like the show that we would all watch. And I got my brother. In, I, we, you guys, we had this thing that we, you know, the theme song, right? And then right. at right at the end, my brother and I would have a competition who could get to the front of the TV first and be like, "Yep, yep that's, that's me." me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh. That's a Raven. We love you. I gotta rewatch yeah. that on Disney Plus. Please, it's yeah. so good, Raven. We love you. Be on the podcast. Yep. Please. Ah, yes. <laughs> I that show holds up. I think also, you know what? holds up is drake and josh Love i rewatched a couple show. episodes of drake and josh I and i was like it in a while it's like actually still pretty funny really? yep no, like, i've been rewatching too i think they're like their comedic back and forth the just time. works oh i remember it being really funny but i haven't watched it recently yeah hug me brother i do remember <laughs> that of course <laughs> and seeing, yeah and then seeing meg like obviously now like developing into this older um uh What's her Miranda Cosgrove? Yes. Like I, I, everyone like just remembers from iCarly, Car- but mm-hmm. then see, watch rewatching them, I was like, oh my gosh, look at little Miranda Cosgrove. I know. I know. And iCarly the reboot. Or- yes, I watched the first season. Wait, but there's I a reboot. Girl, Paloma. where have you been? Stop. No, there's an iCarly reboot. I think the way they did this reboot is actually the way every childhood show reboot should be done because Agreed. they aged it up. So, I love that, and I'm going to watch it. I didn't yeah, know. Is it, it on uh, Disney like Plus? Spencer's in it. No, not Disney. It's not Disney, girl. Uh, uh, Paramount, Paramount Plus. Oh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Paramount. Paramount. I'll give you my login. Please. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yes. Well, well, yeah, like Spencer's in it, and uh, Freddie and Carly. No, Sam. Yeah. Because well, um, she had, like, a lot of issues with the show. Yeah. Um, but they like aged up the comedy where it's like clearly made for the people who watched it as kids. And I think they curse a little. They do. I yeah. love yeah. that. And, and I love sex st- jokes and stop it. Oh my. Okay. I'm totally adding that to my watch list. And I loved Spencer back then. I can't imagine like now, now I, I'm like hoping older. he's yeah all older and I hope he's more unhinged. Seen. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Okay. My favorite. I know it's around, but I haven't seen it. My favorite is like where Freddie is now. He he got divorced and is no. like just a total simp, like exactly what you oh would expect. God. And he's like just still so like hung up on his ex. And but oh. he has like a stepdaughter who he's like mm. raising. But she like 
you know, a little black girl. uh, Yes. Okay. I've seen like the poster. Yes. So one of the uh, writers and co-producer, check her out on Instagram. Her name's Francesca Ramsey. She's incredible. (gasps) Yes, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. But also to to fill the void of the Sam character, they brought in this really wonderful actress named uh, Lacey Mosley. She's so funny. And then the show, Mm. when people were being incredibly racist about it, went to bat for her because they were like, not today. I love it. And we love, and you should check it out. It's honestly, it's a great series. We will be watching. Yeah, it's so good. What is what? All right, we're watching uh, it at home. Why do people, why can't, why can't, why, why? I, I don't even know why. Why, why people, can't people just not be racist? Yeah, I yeah. just, is it really <laughs> so hard? It's so. The new Star Wars show that came oh out. Oh my God. First of all, incredible. I don't. Oh, Star you Wars, watched it. I watched, watched it. Obi-Wan. Star Wars is like cool and I don't have anything against it. I don't Do really, not ruin it for me because no, I'm no, watching no, I'm it not, next. I'm not, I'm not. I don't really understand. Like, it's whatever. Like, I'll sit there and watch it. It's fine. But I watched the Obi-Wan series and I was like, first of all, incredible. Just so, so well done. Yep. So, I'm so, so well done. I'm so glad you loved it. The main girl. Reva. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Black woman. So, so good. And I heard how terrible people yeah. were being about it. And a lot of people tried to hide behind her character's annoying. It's like, that's literally the point. That's part of her character. That's not like a flaw. Like, that's not the actor's fault. The character was supposed to be so hell-bent on getting the thing she wanted, because I'm not going to spoil it, Right. that she was just tunnel vision. And that right. was part of it. And the twist in the last episode no, with her. was crazy. So good. And her acting. Incredible. Incredible. And it's it's just... it's Just it's, say you're racist. Why, why is it so hard to not be racist? I don't know. I feel... I think about that with the remake of uh little mermaid yes they're like it's not realistic i'm like okay um mermaids aren't real so sorry if you think that mermaids are real viewers um they're not and so it doesn't matter if you're outraged about that you better be outraged that an actual crab is not playing sebastian agree (laughs) agree yeah if if that's if that's what we're gonna do here then do it you don't like to pick and choose realistic casting i would like a real crustacean yep. for sebastian <laughs> yep. I want a real crustacean. no seriously i want a half woman half what is she octopus octopus yeah, yeah. yep real yep i want it otherwise cancel the whole movie <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's a vehicle for people to be able to express their racist beliefs without feeling bad about it yep yep ugly 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 anyway and it all starts in middle school yeah <laughs> unfortunately before that all it all starts just from the beginning of time yeah anywho yeah sierra take it away (laughs) um okay okay so my next one um when i was getting ready to go to college i um i had a lot of insecurity about my body and i wanted to lose weight i wanted i had a specific number that i wanted to lose that had been the number in my head for like my whole teenage years of like this is what i want to lose i want to lose this i want to lose this Um, And I realized after buying a fitness influencers workout program that I could lose that amount of weight by college if I lost like a certain amount of pounds per week and I started right now. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what if I just did this? What if I just dedicated my summer to doing this so that I went to college and I felt like I'm who I want to be? Right. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. That's what my whole summer before college is going to be about is losing the weight. You poor thing. But I thought... This is the key. And I thought I was doing it in a healthy way because I was like, I'm not starving myself. I'm right. not, you know, I don't know why. I, I just, I convinced myself that, and I was all about my fitness pal. Same. Yeah. Choke hold. Choke hold. <laughs> I could not eat anything, like even a single cracker no, off the I counter. No, I had to put it on the thing. Yep. Without yep. putting it in. Mm-hmm. And so I was all about my fitness pal. I was doing two-a-day workouts. 
I did it. I lost the weight that I wanted to lose. I was ready to go to college. And this was not about health at all. I was, you yeah. know, like I said, pretty average. But I went to college feeling like this is the version of me I want to present to all these new people I'm meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized I had actually never been more insecure in my life than at, in my quote unquote new body. Mm. I had focused so much on losing this weight fixing all of my problems my mental health my confidence my love life like everything was gonna be fixed especially acting as like a a theater major Mm -hmm. I was like I will be able to get cast in the roles I want to get cast as I will no longer be like the funny friend yeah um and I didn't I was so much more insecure I didn't even want to audition I didn't even want to go places I didn't even want to wear the clothes I wanted to wear because I I was so hyper fixated on my body. Yeah. I had never been more aware of every crack and flaw and lump and bump. And so even though I now was able to wear the clothes that I wanted to wear, that I had gone and bought them because I had now earned the right to wear a crop top, mm. I couldn't even bring myself to put it on. Oh. And I I remember specifically going to Sorority Rush and I had, you know, my outfit all planned out and I was so excited that I could wear this dress that I had bought in a size too small as like motivation Mm. and I put the dress on and it was actually loose like I had I lost more weight at that point but I took it off I hated it I was like because then I just saw everything else that was wrong Mm. well my arms look this way well my shoulders look this way well my face looks this way and I felt really really unsatisfied and it wasn't and I just kind of lived in that for a while like there was no solution there was no like you know what do I do now it was just just keep working out twice a day just keep tracking everything on my fitness pal and then I found YouTube and that's when I really found this like body positive movement of people that were unapologetically themselves and I started realizing like what if I just was happy with the way that I looked and what if I didn't have to change anything and when I stopped working out that much and, you know, tracking everything, I gained a lot of the weight back, but I felt so much better. Mm-hmm. I I felt like I could just wear a sports bra and go on a hike yeah, mm-hmm. because I wasn't thinking about my stomach and it was mm-hmm. so freeing. Does that make your journey in making the the sustainable crop tops we just launched even more cathartic? Because I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that either. That makes me really but yeah, proud of you. <laughs> yeah, that's something I probably wouldn't have worn when I was at the goal weight, right? Because it was too, it was too much, right? Yeah. And I, I dressed, I, I, I dressed more conservatively then than I do now, and not because I wanted to, but because I felt like I had, I, I had to fix everything else before I could show it. Right. At what like at what point? I know you said like it was like YouTube that kind of helped you through that journey, but. Was there like a moment where you were like, I don't have to wait to wear this. I can just wear this. Yeah, honestly, it's it's a story I've told. I think I told it on the podcast, too. So I'll just kind of keep it brief. But someone in my family told me I needed to lose weight before my wedding and oh, showed yes. me a mm-hmm. face tuned photo of me when I was at that smallest weight. And mm-hmm. and I mean, the photo wasn't even real. Right. That's right. not even what I looked like. Um, But I remember going in my room and crying and thinking, like, should I postpone my wedding? Oh or should God. I get a different dress? Oh, my God. Because, like, I don't – my this this person in my family thinks that I should I, – I, I need to be different before I get married. But it was actually my mom who, after that whole, 
experience with that family member told me like this is not about you this is about her Mm -hmm. this is her problems with her body Mm -hmm. that she is projecting onto you Mm -hmm. and I know people had said that to me before but however the way my mom said that day just clicked and I was like oh my gosh you are so right she is putting that on me because she feels a type of way about her body. Yeah. And she feels a type of way about her food restriction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that she feels like she has to change herself before any sort of big event. Yeah. Because imagine those people that don't feel a type of way. They don't say anything because yeah. it doesn't, like, they don't it care, you know? Them, yeah. So it's like, if you're speaking up and really saying something like that, you're like, okay, babe, what's let's, this really let's about? That. Yeah, let's And she probably, that. like, thinks that she's trying to, like, help you. Oh, or for she's sure. Like, she's oh, like, yeah, I'm in your course. corner. Like, I'm She just- said that day, like, I just say this because I love you. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. They're like, it's out of love. I'm like, mm. Mm. Is yeah. it? You're like, no, yeah. it's out of insecurity. It's actually hurting me even more. But- right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my last one is the moment that I actually realized I can't please anyone with, <laughs> with, with my body. Mm-hmm. And it was that moment that I was like, I'm really just going to show up as who I am and give it my best shot and walk out. And if that's what they want, then that's okay. Um, So during high school, I started doing like more auditions and having to see casting. And you guys know how tough it is with casting where it's like, you're not tall enough. You're not small enough. You're not thin enough. You're not fat enough. You're not. It's just like the list goes on. And, And I knew of that list and I never took casting comments like that to heart or anything like that i was just like the, i mean okay well not whatever. my time not, 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 like. not my time it's okay but you know still i'm a human so there were still moments where i was just like okay well maybe if i did do a little bit of this or a little bit of that then i i would end up actually getting the role and it was for this crest commercial and i remember it was like i was like an audition callbacks final callbacks they had like really big stages like it was a big like nationwide thing and it was between me and this other girl and in the end of it, they ended up calling my agent and being like, sorry, we're removing her from Avail. She just actually, her teeth are just too big. Uh, <laughs> what? And in that moment. Your teeth? My, my teeth. Your teeth. She, she literally Don't said. Don't they want like a big, white, open smile? Yeah, I, you said Crest, <laughs> like toothpaste, yeah? Yeah, like the Crest okay. toothpaste commercial. And, and the agent was like. Yeah, sorry. They just think that your that your teeth is too big. And and my mom, I it was like on speaker, and I was like hearing it. And in that moment, my mom was like, I remember hearing my mom prep herself, being like Paloma, like you know. And and I was like, mom, something just like clicked in my head. Like I remember oh. having this conversation and being like, this it's so fine. I'm like, you don't have to. We don't have to have this. I was like, it's so okay. I just in this moment have realized that I can't do anything to please anybody. Like. I'm in final, final, final callbacks and they're saying that my teeth are too big. Like, what is that? I don't even know what that means. And just that's just so minuscule to like the greater things of life. And it was just so I'm so glad that that happened. And I heard I heard it because it just moving forward from that moment, I was like, you cannot please anybody. <laughs> yeah. No one. It doesn't matter if you can all you can do is show up as yourself. And if that's the vision the director has, then that's the vision. If not, yep. yeah, your teeth are too big. Well, because let's say yeah. you go and shave your teeth down. Then for the next commercial, her teeth are too small. Oh, right. yeah. No, yes, right. that was absolutely it. And right. and my mom, and, I'm so, and I remember seeing my mom's face and she was like, no, like you're actually right. And I was like, mom, 
I'm I'm okay the fact that I lost this like that's so okay and I know I was re- we were really excited about this project and all that stuff but that's okay I I just was not the person and th- and in that moment I realized that it it wasn't about me it was just that was just someone else's time there was just someone in the director's view and I applied that to my whole life and I was like you're ne- you're never gonna be perfect for whatever anybody's standards so just live your life and so I remember like telling that that story to my friends in high school and they were like all right dinosaur teeth like just it's just like a whole joke then yeah. and, I, and I was just like you're like okay how right. old were you I was in high school yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow. I was about like 19 19 wow. yeah yeah so until until 19 I was like you know what I'm not gonna care as much like of course i'm not gonna say that i don't care right, now, right. you guys like even this morning <laughs> i like was going through my own personal things just like as we do as humans like yeah. every day is different and sometimes you feel wake up and you're like i'm glowing and sometimes you're just feeling a little more down and but that was such a turning point for me mm-hmm. and i'm so proud of you for having that perspective at as a teenager yeah like that's that's a lot to put on a teenager totally yeah Especially when you feel like you were so close mm. and it was like, I could have just, like, you could have walked away and been like, I could have just changed. If this was just this one thing, I could have got it. Yeah. I could have, you know, and that, I mean, in that casting in itself, like, let's remove, like, the body aspect of that. Like, that happens all the time where you're like, if I was just, like, an inch shorter, if I could have just did this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. But, like. And, and I and I honestly think that I was actually at that point by 19 because I had been going through it for so long. Like, they, I, mm. I had lost so many commercials or projects. Where There was one time I was literally called to set the next day. And I remember we were driving up to L.A. and I got the call. And they were like, we're so sorry. But they actually ended up wanting to get someone younger. Mm. Just, like, completely out of my control. And, that, like, obviously that makes me sad that I'm, like, I'm like 17. I'm like, am I too old? But it's just like, that's something that you get exposed to. Like with casting, they just like pick apart your appearance in addition to your performance. So I think that that's how I got there at that point because, you know, it's tough out there, guys. No, it is tough. (laughs) I think that like seeing that and like overcoming that and not letting that affect you kind of rolls into like my next one. I didn't have that uh, great of a response to this, but I eventually got there. (laughs) (laughs) There was a moment right after I had turned 25 or like in like the month or two that I was turning 25 and I had turned 25 Uh that I like I had just got out of the shower and this was at our last apartment. Our last apartment had a huge like when I say huge, I mean huge mirror like Mm. It was Literally, giving, like, hotel vibes. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, like, the whole wall was the mirror. Like, wow. huge. And I loved it. Oh, that was the best bathroom <laughs> I ever. I loved it. I do miss It was that, so great. That bathroom was nice. It was so nice. And I I got out of the out of the shower, and right when you got out of the shower, like, the mirror was right there. And I was, like, looking at my body, and I was, like, really looking at it, and I was so confused. Mm-hmm. And I I was, like, maybe I'm, may, I have water in my eyes. Like, maybe, like, I'm... Like, am I drunk? Like, what's happening right now? And I got close. I got closer to the mirror and I was like, it was like an out of body experience. And I know that sounds really dramatic, but I was like, I don't know who that is. Mm. I don't recognize that body. And it was like day and night. Like I had taken a shower the day before and did not have this feeling. And it was like fine. Mm -hmm. But on this night in particular, I was looking at myself and I was like, I don't recognize this body at all. And I don't like it. And I'm really freaking out and nobody was home. And I was like, am I like hallucinating? Like what is going on? I like was grabbing like my thighs and I was like grabbing my stomach and I kept turning to the side. I kept looking at myself and I was like, this is really weird. And I really feel like this is not my body. 
and I started to like freak out. I was like crying. Oh. I was like in the bathroom, literally like butt naked in the bathroom. <laughs> on the ground like sitting on the floor like crying because i was like what is happening like am i just delusional like has this has i have i always looked like this am Mm -hmm. i just like now waking up like what happened did i do this did i do that what like da 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 and i was like really going through it and i just remember feeling like is this like is this the beginning of the end Mm -hmm. like is this like is this like where where it all goes downhill and i'm like losing myself which one that is a feeling of insecurity, right? And also a feeling of like society tells you, right? When you get a certain age, you know, you start to let yourself go, mm-hmm. let yourself go, whatever yeah. the hell that means. And all of those things and every, all of those insecurities and all of that doubt about like gaining weight and like doing all this flooded my head. And I was like, this is it. Like, I can't even believe that I let myself, like all this stuff. And I was, fr- I was like truly like pan- in a panic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I was just crying and crying and I got myself together. I stopped crying and I was like, well, I'm just going to go to bed because I feel like shit now and I don't want to look in a mirror ever again. Ugh. I got, I got dressed, you know, I went to bed, whatever. The next day I was really still feeling it. And I just like, didn't look in the mirror for like a few days. I was like, this is really cracked. I don't understand. And I feel like I'm just going to like spiral all over again. So I, I didn't look in the mirror. I didn't really say anything. I just kind of like lived my life. Paloma came back from wherever she was. And at some point I like said something to you about it. And I was like, you know, what's crazy. Like I like had this moment where I like didn't really know like what was going on with my body and like my body's really different now. Like I can feel it. Like I could at that point I was like, I feel different. Not only do I look different, I feel different in my body and I'm not really sure what's going on. And I like freaked out. Ha ha ha. I was in the bathroom crying. Ha 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 whatever deflect 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 (laughs) and she was like are you for real do you remember this you were like this is crazy because um i was just at home and i was crying because i didn't recognize my body and all of this stuff and we were and it was like you had turned 25 i don't know some like months before that and we were like hold on are we growing up yeah yeah. (laughs) like is this like yeah we're growing into our grown-up grown-up girl bodies like our grown-up woman bodies yeah Yeah. and i remember being so mad at my mom in my head for not saying anything to me about it Mm. i'm like why would you not tell me that this was gonna happen why would you not tell me that like my hips are gonna fill out and like all these things are gonna happen like why why would you not tell me that and then i remembered at this point she already had a kid so she probably didn't even know. She probably thought all of that was coming yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, I, and I it was probably pregnant. did. Yeah. Because she was like, I already have had a kid. Like, it's not like her telling me this. I was like, stop. Like, I had just been going through the same thing and just and it was like that out of body thing where I was like, my hips just feel like like this body does not belong to me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, and just like all of a sudden clothes that fit like literally yes, the day before were just like yeah. not. And I'm like, am I? losing like, like it, what's going on and i yeah. didn't understand what was happening and i was very frustrated with myself mm-hmm. and it was just like i i don't know how to describe it i don't either i really don't it was just it was such a weird feeling honestly it kind of felt like i was on drugs because i couldn't <laughs> feel like how i normally moved it didn't feel good it didn't feel right do you feel like you were really seeing your body for like the first time again yeah like, it was like mm-hmm. what is like it's like a second puberty it's really really is. like when you get boobs for the first time and you're like uh what's what happening? is this right and like ow kind of and yeah. like it definitely definitely felt like that now shoot the hips are hip 
weeping. I <laughs> and it took me a while, right? But I like I was like I love. I'm upset. Like I'm like keep. Is there more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan when she was like, I love this. I this love is fantastic. This. Yeah, yeah. I was like, your body thinks it's about to bear children. She's like, yep. well, <laughs> well, there's it's no not, kids, but, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But that was a moment where I really had a hard time. Like really had a hard time. I was freaking out, and then it just turned into like, okay, well. I'm not 18, so my mm-hmm. body shouldn't look like I'm 18 anymore. That was it. And it's this, like, societal obsession with, like, chasing our, like... Youth. Youth. Yep. And, like, oh. our 18 to 19 to 20-year-old bodies. Yeah. Of, like, that that is, like, the pinnacle mm-hmm. of what we should always be striving for. And that we'll yeah. never be that beautiful again. Yeah. And I was literally just telling Ryan, I was like... Ryan, we're, and, and she was like, but I, I've literally had these, we were talking about like, we've had these jeans for this long or that. Mm-hmm. And, and we were like, and I was like, but we're not 19. We're not 20. Like, why are mm-hmm. we trying to make ourselves smaller? Like we are women and just like, yeah, God, like, why are we trying to yeah, be smaller? Not, like when we were little, like, yeah. I don't like little like we're children, not li- we're not like, girls, like we're women. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I feel, I feel like when we were like, yeah, like we're not, you know, this and that. And then we kind of stepped into like, yeah, we're grown. So we need to be out here like grown women. Like yeah. we're doing this whole thing. So we're in our grown women era. I currently. love that. Grown yeah. women era. Grown yeah. women era. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's been great. I mean, yeah. again, like I said, loving, not loving, like having to go like shop and like do that, like find new pants and stuff like that's <laughs> kind of a struggle. The jeans struggle is it's mm-hmm. it's a struggle, but it's been it's it's been a fun journey to kind of watch my body change and Mm -hmm. it's been an interesting internal conversation with myself with being being gentle Mm -hmm. being very gentle and not being judgmental about myself and also like allowing my body and my weight to fluctuate yeah Mm -hmm. Cause like growing, I honestly like growing up when I was younger, I was, I would say, I don't say I, w- I don't definitely wasn't average. Like when I was young, like toddler up until like, mm, I don't know, like five or six, my nickname was snack wells because I, all I did was eat. Like I was like pretty chunky, which like loved that for me. But then I started getting tall, mm. like, like in fast. So it was like one day I was chunky and the next day it was not. And I was tall and thin and I was always like that. So growing up thin, I was not where that was never a conversation. I didn't have to think about my way. I didn't have to think about any of that stuff. So while other people were going through that, that was not something I had to deal with, which I don't even think I could deal with on top of the other stuff I was dealing with. <laughs> right. But now it's it's it feels like I'm having these kind of conversations that everyone's kind of already had with themselves for the first time mm. and not being obsessed with the way my stomach looks. And the way, you know, like the way my legs look and all of this stuff. And also I'm like, I have to practice what I preach. Like I can't be out here trying to be like, oh my God, you're perfect and you're this, like don't ever change. And then I'm like, well, but, but not you. Yeah. You could change and you probably (laughs) should because if not, then people are going to be like, you've always been so tall and thin and like what happened? Like I'm so, not currently, but I have, it comes in waves where I'm worried about people's, especially my family saying stuff like that to me or even like thinking it or telling it to somebody else in my family and them having conversations about my body behind my back. Like I just am definitely working through that. I think being around you and hearing how you talk about your body and hearing how you talk about just like clothes and all that shit in general is incredibly helpful to me. And I like, and I'm sure it'll continue to be helpful as I'm like going through this journey 
of like self-love that makes me want to cry no i was gonna i can't, i'm not even speaking because i will simply cry but i completely agree with ryan yeah that that really means so much to me it's like it's a blessing and a curse to go through this journey so publicly yeah because it's been amazing to see like obviously people online and how it's changed them but like also like my actual friends and family like i get so much feedback from like the people in my real life that like the way that i have kind of gone on this self-love journey has changed their view of themselves which was a very unexpected part of like my youtube journey yeah that i thought you know it's like people online but like for people i really know it's just crazy and because it's been online like i go back and i look at like my old instagram posts or like youtube videos from like four years ago and i thought that i was there and i was i was doing the work i was you know figuring things out but i still would say things like oh well you know like this this dress it makes my makes my stomach look too big and i thought because i wasn't saying fat Mm -hmm. that i was like there like Mm -hmm. oh it's too big but like i didn't say fat so like we're good i'm I'm good yeah right Right? and it's now i've gone completely to the other way that i do say fat because fat isn't a bad word right Right. it's a descriptor yeah it's a bad word if we give it power i don't think anyone Mm -hmm. should call other people fat Mm -hmm. without them calling themselves that first Mm -hmm. i think that that's like a because that word is so so demonized Mm -hmm. in like Mm -hmm. our world that being fat is like the worst thing you could be yeah Mm -hmm. that like probably for a lot of us growing up we were told like one of the worst things that can happen to us is to gain weight yeah and so like like the number one insult is to call somebody fat to call someone Mm -hmm. fat Mm -hmm. yep but i'll call myself fat sometimes now because it's not a bad word yeah Yeah. it's still not like my go-to word to describe my body because it has been used like to as a weapon against me Mm -hmm. but i like i think it's really cool that so many women and men too are reclaiming that word of of fat i don't know how i got to talking about that but i'm very honored to be part of that journey yes yes and i think when we were talking about this last night when i was like sometimes i feel guilty for feeling a type of way about my body because i'm like average size i'm thin or whatever and i feel bad being like "Mm, like i don't like the way my this looks or i don't like the way this looks and i feel i feel like i'm not allowed to feel like that you are i i think everyone's perception is their reality I think no matter how small or big someone is, they're going to have things they're insecure about. And that's valid. And you feel that way. I think the only time it becomes a problem is when people start trying to say, well, it's there's not actually, you know, like, oh, it's just as hard for, right. you know, yeah, people well, who are thin or people who are fat. It's like, yeah. well, there, it's, it is different because there are different societal norms. But right. that doesn't mean that you're not valid in feeling insecure. I think, right. you know, there it's perfectly normal to look at yourself and go, I, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like that. But I think what we're all where we're all at or what we're trying to do is, yes, I can feel that way, but I'm I'm still going to live my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sierra, I think you is it are, your last one. This is your oh, last yeah. one. Yeah, I do. And this is a recent one. Um, This maybe isn't like the biggest breakthrough, but it did happen really recently. And it's one of those things that I like wrote down and I was like, I've been kind of waiting for an opportunity to share this story. Please bring it to the table. So. Uh, Kenzie and I go to the gym together. We lift heavy things. We do cardio. We have fun. Um, We were at the gym a couple weeks ago and um, we were outside. There's like an outdoor area at our gym with like weights and stuff. So we're like outside doing our circuits and these two girls walk out. These two girls who look to maybe be in their like late teens and they walk out at both very like very thin 
And one of them turns to the other one and says, see, I told you you wouldn't be the fattest person at the gym. There was like three other people outside. It was like me, Kenzie, and like two guys. It was like very clearly about about me. Yeah. No. Okay. And I instantly felt that like that just rushed through your body up in Mm -hmm. like in middle school when you talked about that boy turning around and you just. Yeah. I felt that all over again. Oh, my God. And then it kind of went away. And then I was like. Dude, that poor girl, that Mm. poor girl, Mm -hmm. she felt like she couldn't go to the gym because she was afraid to be the fattest person there. Like, that's the worst thing ever. Also, like, we're at at the gym. Like, who cares? Who cares what size you are? You're at the gym. You're you're moving your body. You're working out. Whatever your goal is, you're here. You're doing something. Right. And so I I went very quickly from like, oh, my God, she's talking about me. People are looking at me. What does my body look like to oh man I feel so bad for her yeah and Kenzie didn't hear it and they came down and they were just kind of being generally annoying (laughs) they were being like those gym girls and so Kenzie kind of like looks at me and like gives me a look and then I kind of raised my eyebrows at her like oh there's something else you're like you don't even know know." and so when we went back inside I said did you hear oh she was like oh my god those girls like what is it What, what were you raising your eyebrows about I was like did you hear what they said when they walked in she's like no and I said the girl in the pink shorts turned to the girl in the blue shorts and said see I told you you wouldn't be the fattest person here Kenzie wanted to go turn back around <laughs> Kenzie was like where are we go back there I was Scrappy. just about to say good thing she did not hear at yeah. the time because she would have thrown hands she would have <laughs> and you know what three years ago I would have been there right. five years ago right. I would have been crying in the corner three years ago I would have been like let's talk about it right, right. and now I'm like that's sad because yeah. you know that it's not about you. It's not about. Yeah. It was not about me. It you was, were like, ima- like you said, imagine being that poor girl and not even wanting to go somewhere and like move yep. your body. Because also that girl, bad friend. Bad. So friend. many. Why so would you many say things. that? So many things. They were they were like filming each other while they were lifting. Like they were filming TikToks, and one of them, as she was filming, was like, "No, we you can't post this. You look so fat." Or like, "Oh, oh like you look like a gremlin." Like they were very. Oh my God. They, women yeah. don't talk to each other like that. I'm begging, yeah. please. Yeah, no, 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 no. I also saw a lot of myself in that because she was the cookie cutter beauty standard. She was tall, thin, blonde. She got the cute little workout set on. Mm -hmm. And she's still there, insecure. Her friend's insulting her while she's trying to work out. She didn't even want to come to the gym because she thought she was too fat for it. Right. And I, I, that was me. That -hmm. was me when I went to college. And I'm like, I hope, I hope that girl is out there doing the work. So yeah. that she doesn't have to feel like that Well, like anymore. we said at yeah. the beginning, it's all about representation. Like, mm-hmm. I, yep, and, and it's yep. just it's so, and, and obviously you didn't need to be that representation for that. <laughs> like, that right. was not unnecessary. And that comment was unnecessary. Like, the whole situation was not okay and unnecessary. But for you to walk away and be like, I know that that doesn't affect me right now in this moment. And I'm so much better for it. Like, that is so beautiful. And I will cry if I continue. But love you. Thank you. <laughs> I love you yes. guys. And I'm. I'm really grateful to have friends like you guys who encourage and inspire me to be better about that and um, continue like to do the work on, you know, how I talk about and feel about my body. And I'm also really grateful for how much you guys shared and opened up because I just know how many people are going to feel seen by like the stories and the perspectives that you shared. I'm tearing. I know me too. Don't do it. I'm not. Don't Get her it. to cry. We want her to cry. cry She's trying. Cry, 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 I'm not going to do it. Cry. I'm not going to do it. She ain't going to do it. She's, she she's do it. not crying, Ryan, today. No, not crying, Ryan, today. Tearing. 
tearing uh, right now. But, tearing but right now. You, you fill us with tears because you're so inspirational, Sierra. No, yeah. And I really hope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can't keep going right out. <laughs> You'll cry. <laughs> will, me, will, you take a, will you take it away? Just tell her how much she inspires us, please. We please. do feel inspired by you. And I feel like we feel really safe here. And we feel really seen. And like I said, I don't think that I would have shared those other things before. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't planning on it, but I felt like this was a safe space to talk about it. And I, I don't, I wouldn't have felt that way if I didn't feel safe here. So I love yeah. you. I love you Let's too. Let's get the camera so we can hug. Okay, <laughs> Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>